0: Hey, this is Cat Lee from howtheyblog.com and you are listening to the How They Blog podcast. Now today we're talking with Crystal Stein. She is a mom, she is a wife, she is a blogger, and she is a VA. And today we're going to talk about everything from networking to productivity to some really great apps that we use and a little bit about being a VA. But before we dive into that, I wanted to mention a couple things. Now in the notes for today's episode, I'm going to share a link where Crystal uh, shares some information about how to become a VA. I know some of you might be looking to hire a VA. Some of you might be looking to become a VA. And so she's got some great information on that and is doing some coaching with that. So look for that link in the notes for today's episode of the podcast. And speaking of coaching, I just recently opened a few more slots of blog coaching. Now I've been doing this, I've done this one session before and it went great. And I've realized that I love Love, love, love blog coaching. It's just so much fun to be able to brainstorm with people and to learn with them and share with them and watch them grow and just really take some ideas and run with them. So I opened another 10 slots. Now, most of those are gone now, but I was able to save a few for podcast listeners because I realized that I had shared it, I guess, a couple episodes ago, and I never shared the link with you guys. So I opened up this new session, uh, I believe, on Friday. And most of them went in a day, but I have, I believe I saved four slots for podcast listeners. So head over to howtheyblog.com forward slash classroom and see if you can grab one of those spots that are left. It is so much fun. What you get is you get a copy of the blog planning kit. You get access to the blog planning boot camp, which I did on Facebook a long time ago, and now I've taken all those videos and put them all in one spot, and there's a checklist and all kinds of stuff to walk you through filling out the blog planning kit. Then you also get access to a blog mastermind group on Facebook filled with some amazing women that I am loving getting to know. We actually have a fun Google Hangout planned tonight just with them, and I'm really looking forward to that. Then also, we'll, you and I will do a one-hour Skype session where we just talk about your blog. You're going to send me your goals from your blog planning kit and any questions you have about blogging or about your site, and we'll just talk about all of it for an hour. And by the end of this session, you will have a solid plan for where to go next with your blog. And It's been really useful for a lot of the coaching clients that I've had already, and we're in the midst of it with the coaching clients that I started with on Friday, and I'm super looking forward to it. So I hope you'll join us. So like I said, go to howtheyblog.com forward slash classroom to see if there's any spots left. Now, I also want to give a shout out to a few of you who have mentioned the podcast on Instagram and on iTunes, leaving reviews and all that. I love that you guys are doing that. It's just it's just so fun to see where you guys are listening to it. So Emily Thomas writes and Jennifer SWZ and B star 0306. Thanks for leaving your pictures on Instagram. I love seeing them and it's so fun to see how every what everybody's doing really while they're listening to podcasts because everybody does something different. Sometimes people are in traffic. Uh, I got one note from somebody who listens to the Inspired to Action podcast and they were in Nicaragua. That's so cool. Okay, then also I wanted to give a shout out to Erin Aaron at Aaron Naturally, or naturallyAaron.com and treve and cstein06 and emr23q. And those are folks that left a review on iTunes. And incidentally, cstein06, I'm pretty sure, is the guest today. I think that's Crystal. And so anyway, I just thought that was kind of funny. I was reading through them. I'm like, oh, that's Crystal. We're chatting with her today. Okay, so I'm going to stop gabbing and we're going to jump into today's interview. You know, one of the biggest things that you can do as a blogger is to just have a um, a default toward action. We're going to be talking about productivity today and there's all kinds of programs you can use, all kinds of uh, getting things done, plans and formulas and things like that. But if you just have a natural default towards taking action instead of researching more or learning more or waiting till it's perfect... But if you just kind of jump in and dive in and are committed to then perfecting it as you go, that's going to have a huge impact on how much that you're able to get done. And I just wanted to throw that out there because we could fine tune productivity systems all day long. We could tweak to do lists all day long. But if we're not actually just pushing it out there and getting things done, it's not really going to make a lot of difference. So I encourage you and I challenge you to just have a default Um, towards action instead of towards waiting or putting it off or anything like that. So let's dive into the interview with Crystal today. And here we go. Hey, Crystal, how are you? Good. How are you doing, Kat? I am doing very well today. It's it's getting a little warmer here in Texas, which I'm not super happy about because it doesn't feel nice and fall-ish. And I write my best when it's nice and but well, okay, that's not true because <laughs> it's hardly ever fallish in Texas. So, but I've been looking forward to that. You know, when it's cold outside and you have a cup of coffee that really should be warm. And yeah, so it's, it was a little disappointing, yeah. but it was great. For I went, I went on a walk with my dog, and it was really nice. But I bet it's a bit colder up there in the northeast.
1: You know, it is. And it's funny that you're talking about this because, you know, we've sent pictures of our temperature back and forth um, recently just to, you know, try to one up each other about (laughs) Pennsylvania versus Texas weather. But, um, you know, today is beautiful. And I'm kind of with you, though, because we are starting to decorate for the holidays and things already because there's that short window this year between Thanksgiving and Christmas. And so I feel like I need to be on it. And um, so, yeah, I'm while the weather is nice to walk in, it's not so great for the cozy and the warm cup of coffee and the fuzzy socks and that yeah,
0: whole thing. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, That's pretty much Texas weather all the time. We get excited. I, I re- you know, I grew up in deep South Texas. Like, I think it's, I think I grew up in the most southern, most continental part of the United States. I think, uh, Florida, <laughs> Florida. I think the Florida Keys are are more south, but. Um, like, they are. I've been there. I've been to the southernmost
1: point in the uh,
0: U.S. there. In but US, they're like so. islands, right? I'm so ignorant. <laughs> yeah,
1: yes. Yeah. So okay. well, you can claim southernmost attached to a land. Right, form. right.
0: right. <laughs> so yeah, in, in a couple years ago, when I had my second child, she was six months old, we went down for Christmas, and it snowed. And it was the first time in over 100 years. It was pretty exciting.
1: Wow. Oh, well, you guys should come up to Pennsylvania and hang out with me some winter. You'll get plenty of it.
0: That so. would be awesome. Because this has so much to do with blogging right now. I hope you guys are really <laughs> getting the analogies that we're making because this is deep. Deep blogging <laughs> we stuff. You
1: know, it's the seasons. You know, they come and go. Yes. We have, you know, seasons of harvest. And yeah, <laughs> there. there. You're welcome. You're welcome for that.
0: <laughs> that was, that was <laughs> impressive. That was good. Okay. For everybody listening, Crystal, I want you... Okay. For everybody listening, this is Crystal Stein. <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> She is a good friend of mine, and we're going to get into a whole bunch of stuff today. But to start off with, I would love for you to tell a little bit about your blogging story and about you.
1: Yeah. um, Hey, everybody. This is so fun for me. Um, Kat and I chat a lot, so it's fun to do this um, sort of um, podcast version of it. And so I have been blogging since 2009 and um, have blogged up until, gosh, it's going to be, um, this week I'm moving my blog over to WordPress. So mm-hmm. since 2009, I have been on blogger and I've been terrified to move it to WordPress, but people tell me I should. So, you know, I've slowly listened and absorbed and have agreed. So, um, yeah, I started my blog. Uh, I think as a lot of people do, I've always journaled and I've, I'm an English major and I've always loved writing and I've, discovered it through, it's funny, Beth Moore. Um, I did one of her studies and there was this link at the back of the book to her blog. And I was like, what is this? So I went over to Beth Moore's blog. This was her old one she had before it was on the Living Proof Ministry site. And from there, I got jumped over to her daughter's blog and then to um, Boo Mama's blog, Sophie Hudson's, and just all over the place. And I realized there was this community of women who were writing online on these things called blogs. I was like, I could do this. I, you know, this would be really good for me. I could probably write more online than I would in a journal. So I started it and it was private. Like people didn't even, you couldn't even find it because I didn't want you to, because I was <laughs> using it to vent about, you know, life and whatever. And it finally God was like, no, you need to do this. You need to make this public and you need to write. And so I went through and cleaned up a lot of it. And you won't find any of those early posts where I was, you know, venting or anything but um you know just it's been a slow progress for me I you know I don't have a huge readership and I love the women who read my blog and it has turned into a space where I talk about community and it's something I'm passionate about so building community and online community and just um, connecting people with community and teaching women what I know and encouraging them um, as, as I figure it out a little bit at a time. And, you know, when I don't figure it out, sharing those stories too.
0: Awesome. You know, I want to touch on the community aspect of it, because one thing that I think you are really, really good at that, um, I get a lot of questions about, and I know so many people could learn from is your ability to network with people. Uh, you and, you and, and when I say the word network, I hesitate to use that word because it sounds so spammy or something. But it's so corporate. It's so corporate. <laughs> but in the best way possible, you have made connections with lots of really great people and um, – I want to know a little bit about how you do it. because I hear a lot of people say, "Well, how do I how do I guest blog? How do I connect with you know these different bloggers that I like and, and that sort of thing?" And you've been able to connect with a lot of people and and been able to um, have input on like the Encourage site and places like mm-hmm. that. And I'd, I'd love to hear a little bit about your ability to connect. And I know part of it's just your great personality but there are probably also tips that you have on how bloggers can connect with the people that uh, inspire them.
1: Yeah. Well, being awesome is totally the first thing you have to do, (laughs) you know, and and humble. Humble is good too. Um, No, I I love that question because I think it's so funny because I don't see myself as having done any of that. Um, It was just a lot of, Um, I'll use encourage as the example because I know I get a lot of questions too about women who really want to guest post there and they're not sure how to do it or if they're good enough or X, Y, and Z. And um, you know, my, my tip for that, for guest posting, if there's a site that you love and you are interested in guest posting for them and you know that they accept guest posts, just find out. First of all, a lot of them have their submission guidelines, so read them. Make sure that what you write fits the voice that they have. That's important because they want to maintain that same voice and that tone, whether it's a regular contributor or a guest poster. So if you really feel that that fits, just write the post and send it. That's all there is. And, you know, you're going to get some no's, and I have. I remember when I first um, started blogging seriously and really was looking for places to guest post. I sent something to a site that I just, it was brand new at the time. And I was like, well, I've guest posted. at encourage, obviously they're going to accept my post. And I wrote this deeply personal story and, um, they said no to it. And it was really hurtful. And, you know, it was a good experience for me though, because what it taught me and what God taught me was that that post wasn't ready to be published And he was saving me from that. And he was giving me time to heal from that experience. And so the no's are not nevers. They're just not right now's and maybe not here. Um, So you know, if you're looking at bloggers that you want to connect with and sites that you want to connect with, just do it. Just send them a message. I sent a message to somebody the other week on Twitter. I sent them a direct message. I was like, I don't know if you accept guest posts, but I have one in mind for your site. Would you want to take a look at it and she said yes it was that easy it was 140 characters of conversation um and so it's just putting yourself out there and being authentic in who you are and knowing what you write and what you write about and your voice and if it fits or not because you're not going to be a right fit everywhere and that's okay um you know but find those places that match and that you would be proud to be on and that you can um feel confident in submitting something to that, you know, if it's a no, that's okay. You can post it on your own blog then because it'll fit. And if it's a yes, then we will cheer with you and we will go leave you comments and it'll be awesome. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I guess I just, I don't necessarily think of it as networking. I just show up and leave comments places and I'm an active participant and not just trying to get stuff out of it. I, I give to when I can. So Yes, I don't know if any I, of that was useful
0: you know that's <laughs> great and I think that's ultimately what networking is all about It's just a fancy businessy term I guess for it but really it, it just comes down to making friends and adding yes. value to conversations and and you do that a lot and I especially liked your tip about guest posting to go ahead and write it because I, I do get a lot of emails and some of them some of them are probably spam but a, a lot of them it will just say like hey I'd love to guest post and, and the easier that you can make it for somebody to say yes, the better mm-hmm. it is for you. So so first of all, you don't want to send some, you know, huge, massive email and then your huge, massive post, um, yes. you know, a, a short couple, like, like Crystal said, a Twitter message or something just short and sweet. Hey, I have this post um, about this and I'd love for you to see it. And just the idea that it's easy for them to say yes if it fits because you've already done the work. It's not just mm-hmm. I would like to post and I have no idea what your writing style is or, or how what kind of post you're going to write or what the topic is. You've already written something and you've thought about what site you're submitting it to and whether it fits. So that was uh, that was great. That was great feedback. Yeah. I, I missed some of it because I was so busy writing down your no's or not never's, just not right now or not here. Or I probably <laughs> butchered that a little bit, but I was like, oh, that that was really good. <laughs> um, well,
1: yeah, and, you know, I the yeses are so fun, too, but I think there's lessons to be learned in both. And, yes, the easier you can make it, because I think that the other thing that I forget, and I don't know if anybody else does, is, you know, whenever you're thinking about your own blog and where you'd like to connect and who you want to talk to, it's easy to think that you're the only person in the room and that maybe you're the only one that's reaching out right then about that topic. And so, You know, putting it into perspective and knowing that, you know, they get hundreds probably of, you know, guest post submissions and things for these bigger sites. And that's weekly, you know, not even necessarily monthly. And so making it easy for them and that'll make it, um, you know, a little easier for them to go through and know if it's a good fit. And then also just being, okay, waiting. It takes a while sometimes. And so the waiting isn't a note either. Sometimes it's just the process. Good
0: stuff. Good stuff. Well, Crystal and I work together. She is my brain. Sometimes that's also referred to as a virtual assistant. <laughs> and um, so I want to talk a little bit about that. Depending on where you are in your blogging journey, maybe you think, I don't need a virtual assistant or I can't afford a virtual assistant. But I want you to think about this to start off with. If you have any kind of product for your blog, if you have any kind of ebook, or you're doing affiliate things or anything like that, the more time that you can spend on your business instead of in your business or on your blog instead of in your blog, the more return is the, it's going to have for you. And so, uh, you know, there are times where I felt like I'm not really, you know, generating a ton of income. I don't know if I need to bring somebody else on. But it has had a huge huge impact on me even just psychologically to have crystal helping me because tasks that just okay so i am if you're familiar with myers-briggs i am i think an enfp which means i like big pictures i like (laughs) dreaming and coming up with big picture plans and sometimes the little details just paralyze me and so i because crystal is there and she's awesome at what she does I might hit a brick wall of details, and I can say, "Crystal, I need your help. And she very graciously helps with that. and and I'm able to focus on the big picture things that I do well at, and I don't get stopped by the obstacles of of details and things like that. And so just have an open mind about a VA, whether you think like it's something that you can bring on at this point or not. Um, and correct me if I'm wrong, Crystal, but it's not like mm-hmm. somebody needs to hire a VA obviously full-time or even a bunch of hours a week, you can, you know, there's tons of VAs out there mm-hmm. and you can find someone who you could just bring on for, you know, one hour a week or one hour a month mm-hmm. even, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah, so so, so, I want to talk a little bit about a few of the things that a VA can do to help a blogger. And then we're going to talk a little bit about some um, things, apps and things that we use to collaborate. This doesn't, that was my iPad. I don't know if you heard that. Did you hear that? That was Siri. <laughs> Is Siri helping us? <laughs> she really has been wanting to podcast, but I've just been like, no, no, no. Mm. it's it's not your world. So, um, <laughs> um, yeah, so we're going to be talking oh, about yeah, some of the apps that we use to collaborate and whether you ever have a VA or not, these apps are awesome, not just to collaborate with a VA, but to collaborate with other bloggers and um, other people that you might work with. So let's dive into that. Crystal, what are some things that a VA can do to help a blogger.
1: Yeah, well, first I, I have to say, I'm pretty sure on Myers-Briggs. I'm an ISFJ, so are we total opposites? I think we are. Oh, that no work- wonder
0: we opposites attract,
1: I guess. That's why we work so well together. So does that,
0: did you see that Downton Abbey comparisons? Yes, so, I'm Lord Grantham,
1: apparently. Okay, okay, fun. Yeah, I guess that's good. I don't know. I mean, I watched Downton Abbey, but I don't know I mean, he's not the worst one. I, I mean, I wasn't Thomas, I guess. So. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: I, I won't name names, but certain um, blogger friends of mine uh, were actually Thomas. Well, I think they kept saying they were villains. So I'm not sure if they were Thomas or <laughs> that lady. Anyway, uh, yeah, I'm hoping okay, you're getting these blogging analogies as well. And we're not actually just going off topic. Okay, back on topic. VAs. Uh,
1: <laughs> yes. What? what services and things. And you were absolutely right. Um, you know, I... I work um, primarily with UCAP, but you know, you are one of the the few that I work with on sort of a regular hourly per month basis. And the rest of the VA work that I do is one-off projects. And so if you're looking for somebody, maybe you're writing an ebook and you need somebody to edit it before you send it to another editor or um, it's you know, a freebie ebook that you're giving them when you don't wanna spend a ton of money um, you know, going through the traditional publishing routes or traditional editing or something, a VA with really strong editing skills can help you just pick up in on some of those small tweaks that you need to make and just be that second set of eyes to let you know, um, you know, what maybe you're missing or something like that. So I, I do editing work um, I do that. And so that's a project that is just, you know, as I track hours and, um, charge for that. And so that's not something reoccurring for most of the clients that I have. The other things that I do are some social media scheduling and planning. Um, So VAs can help with that because I know personally for my blogging, that's the thing that I tend to spend the most time on is getting. It's actually more time spent scheduling social media posts and promoting posts than it is actually writing the posts. And so if you can have somebody help you with that, Um, It takes a lot of the pressure off to be in those communities, and then you can just follow up personally with responses. And so somebody else can take care of, you know, getting the link set up and getting it scheduled in Hootsuite or Buffer or whichever app you prefer. Um, and so, an app like Hootsuite is really nice. Kat and I actually use that um, to collaborate on social media scheduling because we can both go in and use it um, at the same time. So, you can give somebody access to that. And they're not actually inside your Twitter or um, Facebook pages necessarily if you don't want them there. Um, but I, I do that too for conferences. And so, if they're, you know, the Raising Generations Today conference or Declare a conference, I've done um, community management for them. To, social, to schedule social media posts um, so that you know the women running those conferences can focus on actually planning the conference. So to me, if you look at what you do as a blogger, and I think all of us have things that we love to do, and we all have things that we have to do but we don't love to do, you can make a list of those things that you know you have to do or should do and you don't feel strongly tied to doing it yourself and you can trust somebody else to take care of it for you. Those are the areas that you can reach out to the VA for and say, you know, I just need some help doing this. And it might be an hour a month and it might be $20 an hour and you just saved yourself a ton of time that you can then focus on, you know, creating printables or, Um, you know, putting together a training series or whatever it is that you have on your big picture goals. um, You can give somebody else the details to take care of.
0: Mm -hmm. I mean, like what I talked about last week in, in the podcast, for those of you that listened, I talked about creating evergreen content. And it's easy to put that off because of all the little things like scheduling social media that we feel like we have to do all the time. And so a VA can Really jumpstart your blog by taking those things off your plate so that you can focus on creating evergreen content that is going to, you know, help your blog grow your readers, really add value to the niche that you're in. Um, So let's talk a little bit about. uh, Well, no, I want to say one more thing. So, one more thing (laughs) a VA can do for you is this very random thing that I, um, that Crystal helps me with. She is, um, what do we call it? A professional. Oh, I'm a professional nagger. A professional—that's so not really. Yes, she's my professional. She nags me professionally because so I sometimes can just get distracted or whatever. So she emails me every Wednesday about the goals that I theoretically would put on our to-do list, which I have not done, um, but I will, Crystal. And I wasn't going to
1: bring it up. I wasn't going to say anything.
0: <laughs> but she'll email me um, in the middle of the week and be like, "Hey, how are those goals going?" and and then she'll email me at the end of the week and say, hey, how'd those goals go? And it really helps me, usually, maybe not last week when I was a little distracted, but usually it really, really, really helps me to just, because as bloggers, nobody's counting on us. And you, really, no, the world's not going to stop if you don't post. The world's not going to stop if you don't create that evergreen content. There's no boss standing over you or anything like that. And so it really helps me. To know that somebody is checking in on me, just to have that accountability, and, and it might sound a little silly, but it has. There have been weeks when I would have wasted time doing random other things, but instead, I got all these huge things done just because I knew that she was going to check in on me. And so, <laughs> you know, I love it. You could hire a professional nagger if you want to. Um, yeah, we'll yeah. will try
1: to come up with a fancier name for that. Yeah, if, yeah. You, if you don't want to request that specifically. <laughs> We'll fluff
0: that for you. Yeah, other other VAs might not be aware of that phrase, so you might need to explain a little bit. Um, Okay, let's talk a little bit about some of the things that we use to collaborate because a few of them are my very favorite apps that I just love, love, love. And Crystal has been very gracious to um, app hop with me because... I, I, when when we first started working together, I was like, ooh, Crystal, let's start with this and let's use this. Then a few months later, I was like, ooh, Crystal, let's try this app. This one's great. And then a few months later, ooh, Crystal, this one. And, and I want to encourage you that as you try to find workflows and methods of running your blog and managing things, it's okay to switch things up. I mean, obviously, there's a place where you need to just focus and just to get stuff done. But it might take a while to find that perfect app, and there might never be a perfect app, but the one that, that might work well for you to just stay on top of things and help get things done. And the one that we currently use, and that I think we're probably just going to stick with, is called...
1: Wonderlist. Yay! It, yeah, I know. I really do like it. It's so pretty, too.
0: It is pretty. It is pretty, and I'm glad you like it. And the, and the great thing about Wonderlist is uh, the, the basic app is free, and you can get it on any um, mobile device on your computer. There's like a, there's an app and then there's also a web interface. So you could access it from any computer anywhere. And then on top of that, you can also pay like $5 a month and you can collaborate with other people. The, I think the basic app doesn't allow collaboration, but the $5 a month, you can collaborate with other people. And it's cool because I can um, send Crystal tasks or she can see my tasks of so the things that I'm supposed to do that week that she's supposed to remind me of. And um, and then we can comment on them if we need to. And it's just great to be able to see each other's task lists. But at the same time, it's really a personal task list as well. And so I use it for all my normal stuff, whereas some of the other collaboration things that we used was really more just for collaboration. And so it was like this extra thing, I think. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think that um, I think Trello was that way where yeah. it was hard to keep it separate, um, and so you felt like you had to have more than one. Yeah, so we've used Trello, we've used Todoist, we've used We Doist, <laughs> and now we're on Wonderlist. And I know that we use Evernote, and like I said, we use Hootsuite. Um, we love us some apps, so um, <laughs> I have definitely recommended Wonderless though, um, to another blogger I know, and she's actually in the middle of taking college courses, and she loves it to track all of her assignments that she has done, or that she has to have done, because she can, you know, put them in on one device, and then she can view them on her phone, or she can view them on her laptop. Um, I actually have started using it for my Christmas shopping list. So. Yay! Yay! <laughs> I know it's got so many valuable uses.
0: Mm-hmm. One of my favorites is that you can you can there there is a Gmail plugin for it, so you can turn your email messages into to do um, items. But also, yes. you can email your emails to (laughs) wonderlist so that sounds so convoluted
1: you can you can forward your emails right into wonderlist yes
0: so which is easy to do from your mobile phone and and i like i I like that a lot Um, another app that we love is called or i love in particular is called voxer that's like boxer Mm -hmm. but with a v and it's basically like text messaging but with your voice but you can also do text messages and you can send pictures um, but it's super helpful. We, um, we're, we're, not always as businessy on it because we're a little goofy. <laughs> we, we, my toddler
1: might send messages occasionally. Right. Yeah. And my
0: kids might send messages to her because they think it's fun, but it's great for, you know, those quick thoughts that you have, those ideas that you want to hash out, but you don't want to type it all with your thumbs on your phone. Uh, it's an excellent app. And I actually, I also have a mastermind group that I'm a part of, and we are on, voxer and it's a great way just to connect with people really quick and have really fun conversations with a, yeah. a whole group of people so and my kids love it too which yeah, is fun
1: two two of my favorite things about voxer are the group chat that you can set up which is really fun mm-hmm. um i mean once you get a lot of people and it can get a little overwhelming the other day there was a group chat i'm in i think i had 64 unread messages from them <laughs> but here's the trick, there's also the option under under the settings in the chat to mark all as heard. So I mean, not that I don't read each one in detail, but if you don't have time for that, you can mark them all as heard. But then the other thing that I noticed that it has is a note to self function. So you can actually leave yourself a little Voxer message to yourself as a reminder. So if you think of a blog post idea, or you just want to hash something out and you want to talk it out, you know, onto your phone so you can go back and listen to it later. You can actually send yourself a boxer.
0: Oh, that's really cool. I think my daughter mentioned that to me the other day, but I didn't quite understand what she was talking about. So I'm going to have to check that out. That's very cool.
1: Yeah, my husband did it accidentally. So that's how we figured out what it was (laughs) because he's like, where did that message go? I'm like, I don't know. It says you sent a note to yourself. I don't know what that means. (laughs) So Trial and error. It's all trial and error.
0: (laughs) So you have a very busy life. Um, you are a mom, and you're a wife,
1: and Mm -hmm.
0: you have another job, and you blog, Mm -hmm. and you do VA work. How do you stay focused, and how do you get stuff done? Because you're good at getting stuff done. So what are some tips you can give to people listening?
1: Well, I think for me... I love a to-do list So these apps are so helpful for me, but if it's not for me written down somewhere or out of my head somehow, it doesn't get done because with a toddler and everything else that's going on, I mean, there's constantly other things taking up space in my brain. So I have to write it down somewhere. And I have to give myself deadlines. I do it at work and I do it um, with my blogging. So what I'll do is go into uh, wonder list. And so I have different to-do lists in there for different things. And so I had one when I was planning my daughter's birthday party. So I had a whole to-do list of things I needed to get done for her birthday. And I assigned them different to-do dates. And so each day I would just go in and check in and see what I had to do that day and I find a lot of satisfaction in checking those to-do lists off. And so even if I, I may have been known to add one that's like drink a cup of coffee (laughs) Um, just so I feel like I succeeded that day. Um, And I think that's okay to sneak those in there. Um, But So I do that for pretty much everything. I do it for my blog. So I try to plan ahead with post ideas that I want to have. So I'll just pop them in there in a blog um, to-do list that I have. And so I'll I'll go through the calendar and try to assign everything a date so I know when it needs to be done. If I have guest posts due or contributor posts due, I'll put those in there and make sure I know when I need to have it sent in by. Um, Yeah, and it's just, it's knowing what time I have available because for me, I don't blog when I'm at home with my family, and I don't do work when I'm at home with my family. So it's early in the morning before they're up, or it's um, in the afternoon when I have a few hours before everybody comes home, or it's late at night. Um, I try not to do it on the weekends just because I can get sucked into social media. So everything needs to get done. Um And otherwise, I have to reevaluate the time that I have and the time that I have to give, and I have to start to say no to some things. And I've been um, more intentional about that uh, recently. There's, it's hard because every opportunity seems amazing, and you want to say yes to everything. But it's really finding that balance of you know what really fits and what your goals are, and knowing how you can, knowing if it's gonna contribute to those goals, or if it's going to just be something that distracts from those goals. Mm -hmm. And it's, um, it's okay to say no to some stuff. So I've been trying to do a little of that. So um, you know, I think it's just understanding the amount of time that you have and what you can actually physically mentally accomplish in the time and then being okay to let go some of the other stuff.
0: That's good. You know, one thing that I do that has helped me, I've just started doing it recently, that really helps me is I add a little time number to the end of a, a task that I need to do because I could look at everything I need to do and, and know that, Oh, that'll only take five minutes. But if I physically s- or visually see that it's only going to take five minutes, it just reminds me and I feel a little bit less stressed. Yes. About
1: it. Yes. And that, um, what's the, is it thirty thirty? Oh, is yeah. that what the name of the app yeah. is? Love that. Love it. Okay. So that is a fantastic app to use. If you're trying to get a couple different projects done and you know, they're each only going to take 10 or 15 minutes you just want to you know, work right through them so you don't get distracted. It's this awesome app. You just tell it how much time you want to spend on this task and it counts down for you. And there's this, I know that you talked about it at Declare, but I feel like I'm the same way. I feel like as it's starting to count down closer to the end of my time, I have to rush to beat the time. Mm-hmm. So I somehow am more productive and work harder because I have this looming kind of imaginary deadline and yes. I feel like I'm, I have to achieve. So it's
0: the competitiveness. It's awesome. <laughs> it is. Well, Crystal, thank you so much for joining us today, and uh, thanks for sharing your wisdom and for chatting about all all the to-do lists that I've dragged you through, and I'm happy to say that we've found a good one that we can recommend to everybody, and I hope to everybody listening that you're inspired to go get something done today. Go just make a list and stick to it, and be focused and churn through it and get some good, big stuff done today. Uh, so Crystal, I hope you have a great rest of your day.
1: Awesome. Thanks so much for having me, Kat. This was so
0: fun. Yay. Yay. Well, we will chat with you later. All right. All right. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Okay. So I have a fun challenge based off of today's podcast. This week, I want you, when you tag, that you're, tag me on Instagram or on Twitter saying that you're listening to the How They Blog podcast, I want you to share what your big task is for the week. Share your picture on Instagram or on Twitter and, you know, let me know what you're doing while you're listening to the podcast, but also tell me what you're going to do next. What are you going to do as a result of listening to this? What's on your to-do list for this week? One big project or one big thing that you're going to get done. So that's your challenge for this week. Head over to Instagram or to Twitter. Let me know you're listening. Maybe share a picture and then share your big to-do for this week that you're going to get done. As a result of listening to this podcast, you can tag me on Instagram. My name is inspired to action. Uh, It's just all spelled out. Or you can add the hashtag how they blog. And on Twitter, I am inspired and the number two action. And I'm also how they blog on Twitter. I know it's really confusing. I need to figure all that out. But you can tag me anyone, which one of those ways and you'll find me and I'll find you and it'll be fun. So go ahead and take that challenge. Share your picture. Say you're listening And let me know what your big task is that for this week that you're going to get done. Okay, if you enjoyed listening to this episode, I'd love it if you'd head over to iTunes and leave a rating or a review. So many of you guys have done that and I really appreciate it. And it's going to help others to find us and to meet these amazing bloggers that I get to share with you each week. And if you don't know how to do that, just head over to howtheyblog.com forward slash love and I'll show you how to uh, leave a rating or a review on iTunes. And um, until next time, that's it. That's all we have for this episode. I'm going to miss you guys. I'll see you next week, though. This is Kat Lee from HowTheyBlog.com, and we'll talk to you later.